Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Uncommon Sense. So on today's episode, I want to talk about the student loan forgiveness, brilliant, bright, wonderful Democrat idea that Biden has had and put into effect for our country. This is a terrible, disastrous idea, which on the surface looks like a nice, you know, philanthropic, very altruistic thing that Joe Biden has decided to do for our country. It looks nice. It looks caring. It looks charitable. Whose money is the government's money? Can anybody answer that question for me? It is our money. It is our tax dollars that funds the government. And I think a lot of people are forgetting that. And I don't know how they are forgetting that, but I guess there's a lot of politics classes and civics classes that never teach you guys that the government's money is ours. So this student loan forgiveness is not a forgiveness. You cannot forgive loans. You cannot forgive debts. Those debts exist. Those payments must be made. And it, and it is a it is a debt transferral. It is not debt forgiveness. So I think that I, I just really see that a lot of people are getting so wrapped up in the chivalrous, wonderful, wonderful act that Joe Biden has decided to make where, you know, all these loans are going to be forgiven from students. But you are an adult when you make this decision and it is your debt to be paid. Nobody else is it's nobody else's responsibility to to pay your debts. And it is not it is not loan forgiveness. It is loan transferal. Um, and nobody asked, nobody asked you to go to college. All of these random strangers in our country that are now going to have to pay your debts because you, you know, there are a lot of people that are very excited about this because, you know, it benefits them. So I guess, you know, yeah, you'll be excited if it benefits you. If you're, if you're debt free, wow, yay, this is so exciting. But just remember that this is, this is debt transferal and it is going to other people, other people who made better choices maybe than you. Um, if you decided to take out student loans, that's everybody's decision. I'm not going to say which is better or worse, but if, if, if you did made that decision, it is your decision. And a lot of people don't make that decision. The vast majority of Americans, they do not go to college. And now those people are going to have to pay for your decision to go to college. The minority of Americans that go to college, it is not the rest of the country's uh, obligation to pay for your education and the entitlement of our, of our generation. And, um, you know, the younger ones that are coming up is just, it's just so mind boggling. Like where, in the universe do you feel like you have the right to to take other people's money to enrich your own life and education is enrichment it is it is benefiting you um, and other people should not have to pay for that so I just see that a lot of people are are not understanding where government money comes from and why this is a terrible 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 idea again you know not shocked because this is the Biden administration which again probably shouldn't even be in the White House because they didn't really win the election but we, we won't talk about that because, you know, we're not allowed to or we get shut down. Um, I just want to talk about this. I know that a lot of people are either really, really excited or really, really mad about this. And I just I just want to talk it through and really let you guys know why this is a bad idea, because a lot of things that the government, you know, says and puts into action are not they come off as good ideas. They sound nice. They sound good. But then it turns out that it's actually a disastrous policy move for the nation. And I think we just need to logically and rationally talk through that so that we're not making these monumental mistakes that affect us all for years. Before 
Before we get started on everything, I just want to remind you guys about YouVersion's Bible app. It is hard to stay centered on God and His Word. That is why the free YouVersion Bible app gives you tools to seek God's heart daily. Listen to audio Bibles, create prayers, study with friends, explore 2,000 plus Bible versions, and more. You can download this in the App Store, and I just highly recommend it. Um, it, it has helped me a lot, and I love reading the Bible, but this is really convenient to have it in your phone, be able to you know coordinate with friends, hold, like, hold each other accountable to actually read the Bible. I'm doing the Old Testament in a year with a friend right now, actually. And we will like text each other. I'm like, have you done it? Have you, have you done your like reading for today? And it like really helps keep you on track. I definitely recommend that y'all do this because it has so many resources in this app. And also it's just like such a crazy time in the world. And everybody is going to be so confused if you're not reading the Bible and you don't know, you know, what the heck is going on. There are so many lies in the world and we know that, that God's word is truth. So I just recommend that y'all really dive into that and, and utilize all of the resources that that you can to really understand what God is saying. And um, that is the most important thing ever. It has always been the most important thing, but right now with how insane the world is, it is extremely important. So I will have a link below for you guys to easily access that. And I definitely, again, recommend that you check it out. Okay. So now we're going to talk about the student loan forgiveness craziness. So I'm going to be having a guest on the show to talk about this in more detail. I'm not going to tell you all the name. I want that to be a surprise, but I am going to be having a guest on so that we can talk about this in more detail. Y'all, I don't pretend to know everything. Okay, I come on here. I give you all my thoughts. I know a little bit a lot of, about a lot of different things. I do not know everything about everything. Okay, and I don't pretend to. Um, and so I just really, really like having guests come on the show who are more. They have more expertise in these things um, to give us more insight as to why things are, you know, a bad idea, a good idea, or somewhere in between. I like to have guests come on and just give you, you know, more insight into these things that I'm discussing. I am very attuned to what is going on in the world. I'm always looking at the news. That's part of my job to always know what's going on. Um, but I do not pretend to know everything about everything. And I just want to tell you guys up front that, you know, I just don't, I just don't know everything about everything. And, and when y'all ask me questions, sometimes I'm not going to be able to answer those. So I just want y'all to know that I'm not, I'm not one of the podcasters who's going to be like, well, yes, I know this and this and this, I don't know everything. And I would never lie to you guys and say that I do. Um, but I do know that the loan forgiveness is a bad idea. So let me just say the stimulus checks were not free. Everybody seems to think that the stimulus money came out of thin air and it, and it wasn't free. And I, it reminds me of when my grandmother used to make us money trees. Um, when we were little kids, she would, um, she would make these little money trees for Christmas for us. And she would get like branches and tie like money onto the branches. And it was kind of a cute and fun, you know, idea, but it was also, it was also like money doesn't grow on trees. <laughs> and that was kind of the message. It was a little ironic, but it doesn't grow on trees and it doesn't come out of thin air. And, and a lot of Americans seem to think that it does, especially younger, like very, very gullible Americans seem to think it comes out of nowhere. And a lot of people thought that this, the stimulus money was just, yay. Oh my gosh, it's money. It's free money. And it's, it's coming from nowhere, but no, no, the money always has to come from somewhere. And it came from the taxpayers. It came from us. It came from you. It was your own money that the government was giving back to you and patting you on the back and saying, congratulations, little Billy. We, you did it. You did it. You got here some of your own money back and you guys were like we yay and it was like what six hundred dollars is what most of you guys got like that <laughs> okay like are you really is that really worth communism and the destruction of your freedom i don't know i don't think so i'm pretty sure not um but this is the same thing with the student loan forgiveness it's not coming out of nowhere the money is coming from the rest of the country the, the money is coming from you um the taxpayer and so 
it's just it's so irresponsible to to take out loans and i and i do feel like a lot of the people who did go to college you know a while ago did think i think they were kind of banking and because it's been a discussion in in the you know public square for a while now of just like i wonder if student loans are going to be forgiven maybe they should be forgiven and a lot of people were saying they should be forgiven no they shouldn't they should not be forgiven. you do not you can't do it and i've seen a lot of christians on, well quote unquote on on Twitter who are like, well, you know, what would Jesus do? Jesus, Jesus forgave us and, and, and he, and he died and he erased our debts. And so now we should be doing this for uh, the rest of the country. We should, you know, follow in Jesus's steps and forgive debts. And it's like, sirs, all of you, sirs, have y'all read the rest of the Bible? Have you read anything in the Bible? Do you understand the overall message of the Bible? Like, do you understand that that's not possible? And thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not covet. Thou shalt pay your own freaking debts, okay? Like, there's no biblical grounding for, to, for debt transferal to take somebody else's debt, place it in the lap of somebody who never agreed to that loan in the first place and then say, oh, this is us being, this is us being charitable. No, you are oppressing another, another person for a decision that some other person made that they don't even know. And calling that biblical. Don't do that. Don't, don't do that. We're going to have problems if you do that. Okay, I also want to tell you guys about The Chosen. Again, y'all, I really like this TV show. I think that everybody needs to watch it. It's free. It's an app. You can cast it to your TV. But it really, really does immerse you in Jesus's time period and who he was and what he was like. And it really, like, reading the Bible is is number one. Definitely do that. But if you watch this show, it really does. It's like you're in that time period and you are with, It's it really immerses you in it. And you really feel like you're there. And you, and I just feel like you learn a lot. Um, I really, really like The Chosen TV series. And I really think that y'all should watch it. So that is why I'm going to have a link below for you guys to easily access it and, you know, get pumped for Jesus. Literally. I mean, he forgave your sins and saved your soul. So I think you should get a little hype. Um, I will have that link below for you guys. And again, I definitely recommend that y'all check it out. Okay. Back to this student loan forgiveness insanity. Um, so I had put out a tweet and I just want to tell you guys about this. I, if you didn't see it, but there was a tweet that I put out that basically said, you know, okay, imagine this, imagine this. There is no student loan forgiveness. College is just cheaper. Can y'all imagine? Like, that would be amazing. I mean, I'm sorry, but college is not worth you going into tens of the tens of thousands of dollars worth of debt, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars into debt. It's not worth it. A lot of these things that people are learning in college right now, you can learn on Google. You can learn on YouTube. You can learn if you just have any, any ounce, any, just a tiny little ounce of discipline and willpower and um, ambition to learn things yourself. So it, there's a lot of things that you can learn for free these days. And so colleges are really ripping everybody off by, by these prices for tuition. It should not cost that much for you to go get an education, quote unquote. I would argue that a lot of schools are not giving you an education. They are giving you an indoctrination, but that's a story for another day. 
the the average four year tuition in 1968 was $1200. $1200 for 4 years of tuition. Now, in 2022, it is $45,000. Those are the averages, and that's a little bit of a problem because that is crazy. That is crazy. $1200 to $45,000. Um and it's it's just to me it it signifies that yeah, you know, prices increase, there's inflation, but it shouldn't be that high. It should not be that high, and I think we just need to collectively kind of t- like take a stand and be like, you know what? It's not that we need like a student loans to be forgiven as if that's possible. So again, it's a transfer of debt to people who didn't sign on and agree to do like to take on this debt. Um, but if, if college was cheaper, then you wouldn't even need that loan forgiven. You would be able to just, I mean, maybe, I don't know about these generations. They just don't have any work ethic these days. Like nobody has any work ethic. It's sad. But if people could just, if, if college was cheaper, I feel like a lot of people would be more, would be less likely to be on board with something like this. I do understand that college is expensive, but you do not fix the problem by transferring the problem to people who never signed up for the problem to begin with. Um, And so I'm just, I'm very for, you know, college tuition prices being cheaper because I don't think, I don't, you got to do a cost benefit analysis for everything in your life. And I don't see that the benefit of college is is worth the cost of college to a lot of people. So instead of just going, because a lot of, I feel like a lot of boomer parents, especially, you know, it was just expected of everybody to go to college. You know, it's like, no, this is, you're you're an 18 year old adult when you make this decision and you get to decide if this is the path you want to take. Um, if there are younger people listening to my podcast, these are your decisions. Like, yeah, you know, you're, you're embarking on adulthood. Like this is new, but it's still your life decision, your path. You get to make these decisions and don't feel like just because this has been the norm, you know, that you have to do it. I am very pro traditionalism and conservatism and I'm pro education, but you don't have to do it the way that it has always been done in order to do it. And there are cheaper ways to do it these days. And I would just argue like there, there has to be like there, the competition that the internet has presented to these colleges and universities, they have to bring the prices down. This is how competition works. If you can get the same exact thing somewhere else for free, then they are going to have to bring their, their prices lower. And I, I really think that instead of forgiving loans, we need to, we need to reduce the price of college just in general. I assure you that your gender studies degree is not going to be worth $120,000. I can tell you that. So I just kind of want to go through um, the logistics of what this is, this stupid, heinous, horrendous idea is. Um, So basically, Biden is transferring the student debt to people, like I said, who never signed on for this responsibility in the first place. This is going to cost our country $600 billion, $600 billion, because people are being forgiven of loans um, between $10,000 and $20,000, depending on whether or not you were a recipient of a Pell Grant. So this is going to be very expensive. This is going to be something that affects all of us. And it's, it's just like, it's incredible because we are in a recession, whether or not the Biden administration wants to admit to that, because, you know, like I've said before, they are redefining things to suit their, to suit the image that they want to portray of themselves onto the American people. It doesn't look good for your administration to be in a recession. You're not going to want to admit that you have ruined the economy. So they are changing the definition of recession. Um, And 
so they're just going to keep doing that to make themselves look good. And this is another way for them to look good. This is kind of them buying votes. It could be argued. This is them buying votes again. Um, because, because people are going to be like, this is going to be seen as a relief to a lot of people who went to college and, and refused to pay off their student loans. So this is going to be seen as a relief to those people. They're going to feel like Biden feels like, Oh, I scratch your back. You scratch mine. All those people are going to vote for Biden again because he, he got them out of debt, quote unquote, but not really. No, he didn't. No, he transferred your debts and y'all should have a very big moral qualm with that. But of course you won't most of you because the morals are dead in this society and it it is sad to see, but that is just the fact of the matter. And so a lot of people are just going to be very excited by this and take advantage of this. People take advantage of everything these days and they just, there's no integrity. There is no integrity anymore. And I hate it. I hate seeing that people are just acting like morals don't matter and that integrity is just a thing of the past and all the things in society that are good are just old fashioned. It's not that way. Y'all need to wake the freak up. I'm serious. Like you do not, you do not get to just transfer your debts to other people who never signed up to do this. This is going to affect the lowest class in our country the most because the people who didn't go to college are are most likely. And I mean, I would argue that a lot of people that don't go to college, like may end up making a lot more. They take a chance on themselves in another way, maybe start a business and it takes off and and they're doing great. Um, But a lot of people that didn't go to college are making less than people who did go to college because the reason that you go to college in the first place is to get a degree so that you can get a well-paying job to pay back the loans that you took out in order to get that degree. That is the system. That is how it works. It's trash. Yes, but that is what it is. So the people that are going to be paying back the student loans of the people who were too lazy to pay them off themselves are the people who didn't go to college. They don't have degrees. They have, you know, lower skilled jobs. That's not to be like, oh, you know, shame on you. No, we need those people in this country. But and it is sad that they are going to have to be the ones to pay back the student loans of the people who, who have the qualifications and the skills, you know, supposedly if they if they got a good education to go get a job that would pay off those loans themselves. So it's just laziness and it is, it is an entitlement issue. And the, it's just, it makes me so mad to think of the like coal miners who are going to have to pay the tuition of the lawyers. And Joe Biden was, you know, he was like thinking he was being so charitable. He was like people making less than $125,000 are going to be the, uh, you know, recipients of this, this bailout. It is a bailout by the way. Um, and you know, $125,000 most places, is, is, you know, a decent amount of money. You can pay your student loans back if you make $125,000. A lot of the people that are going to be paying back the student loans of the people who didn't quite make $125,000 are going to be people that are making like $20,000 or $30,000 or $40,000. They're not going to be making as much money as these people. And those are the people that are going to have to pay back the loans of the lazy losers who, I don't know, are they just busy traveling to Europe? I mean, why can't you pay off your student loans? Why can't y'all pay off your student loans? Like, don't tell me that you can't. I am tired of people telling me that they can't. You can do it. And you are just refusing to do it. And now you are making, you are going to make the people who made better decisions than you for themselves take on your debts. I don't, I don't respect that. That's, it's unrespectable. (laughs) 
Okay, now I want to play through um, some videos of people talking about this. Newsmax had um, a person go in the streets of New York to ask people basically, you know, do you think this is a good idea or not? Like, do you think this idea from the Biden administration to forgive student loans is a good idea? And I just want to play this video so that you guys can see that I am not the only person that feels so strongly um, about not <laughs> about not doing this. There are a lot of people who feel the same way. Um, and so you shouldn't feel shame for being against this because again, the government will put out a bunch of things that sound nice and altruistic and nice and just wonderful. And then they're not, they're the opposite of that. And also, you know, again, they're the opposite of biblical. Um, I know everybody has different religions, but I, I really need for the Christians, <laughs> I need for the Christian community to stop being, um, fake. Okay. So let me go ahead and play this clip for you guys. So you can listen to some other people talk about it. Do you agree with president Biden and the Democrats forcing taxpayers to pay off people's student loan debt? No. Why not? If you want to go to college, you take out a loan, you have a responsibility to pay it back. Just like when you buy a house and you have a mortgage, it's not my responsibility to pay your debt and your loans. Well, I think it's a complicated issue, but I think it's, I think it's fair. Are you aware that it's going to cost taxpayers $500 billion over the next decade? Yeah. Personally, I have student loans. But I would not put that on my buddies who didn't go to college. Do you know that it's going to cost taxpayers over $500 billion over the next decade? Um, I didn't do the math, but I know someone's going to have to pay for it. If you start a, a business out of school instead of going to college, like say a, a lawn mowing company or something, you get money back on that lawn mower you buy or that truck you bought, they get their 10 grand back? No. I do believe that it is sort of meant to... The government is meant to pay for things like that. This is America. You work hard, and then you make it. No pain, no gain. Well, since you're in a good mood, I have student loans. Would you mind paying mine off? 100%. I'd rather my taxpayer money goes off to pay your student loan, the MAGA guy's student loan, the Democrat student loans. I'd rather my taxpayer money goes into that than a new Tomahawk missile to go shoot some guys in Syria. I agree. Why would you agree? Because I have student loans. Wow. Okay, well, they predominantly agreed with me. Um, but the guy that was like, yeah, I totally agree with it. And the guy was like, why? And he was like, oh, because I have student loans. It's like, really? Can y'all not pay back your own debts? Really? Like, did y'all not think that when you took the loan that you were gonna have to pay it back? Did you think it was just gonna be like, just just go away? Did you, what, 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 did, what were y'all thinking? <laughs> Seriously, let me know what y'all were thinking. I mean, I know y'all probably weren't. Y'all probably weren't. That's why y'all needed to go to college, I guess. Um, <laughs> I wanna play another clip of um, the press secretary talking about how the student loan forgiveness plan is a quote-unquote fiscally responsible. Um, this is going to be interesting because it is going to cause more inflation and more people are going to suffer under this under the guise of charitability and so that should be great. What we have done is fiscally responsible. What the last administration did was not. It just was not. And what they did with cutting uh, cutting taxes for the wealthy, they own they eighty five percent of folks uh, folks making uh, eighty it went to eighty five percent of folks who were making more than seventy five thousand a year. We actually did we're actually doing the opposite. 
All right, homegirl, what? Like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? That does not make sense. Y'all, these people do not make sense. I am telling you, the people in Washington, D.C. are idiots. They are just idiots. You know what? I am sure she is maybe, probably, actually, she's probably not a very lovely person. But she does not know what she's doing. And it is so clear. And, like, you can tell that she doesn't know what she's talking about. Like, why is she speaking? Why is she the press secretary? Like, somebody, can anyone, anybody make it make sense? No, y'all can't. Because it's nonsense. It is nonsense. What is happening to our country? Oh, my gosh she said okay so this is fiscally responsible no it's not fiscally responsible because you are it is just so evil to take other people's debts place them on people who did not sign up for those loans and and to call it fiscally responsible is it is it really i don't think so y'all are liars I, I i hate this this is this is the worst and then you know how they twist it on the left they're like well we are actually for the little guy because look what we are doing and trump just gave tax cuts to the wealthy and it's like no no y'all are doing that and actually all all of the classes were doing better under trump and everybody knows that and there is no linguistic like semantics or anything that can change that you can try to you can try to word salad your way out of this you and Kamal Harris but y'all cannot make you cannot change reality this is reality the country is doing poorly the state of the union is worse than ever remember when Biden was talking about coming in and he was going to be the president of unity oh I don't see that because he recently just said that he does not respect MAGA Republicans any of the Republicans that are decent are MAGA Republicans because the other Republicans are basically Democrats I see why he said that actually now um but it's not it's not Mr unity it is not them helping the lower class the lower class is going to be hit the hardest with this whole student loan forgiveness uh thing so um we you just got to be really on high alert about all of the lies on both sides yes but just really be on high alert because everybody has an agenda in politics and you really have to pay more attention to uh you have to pay more attention to results rather than intentions or supposed intentions. I would argue that the left oftentimes wants to make it seem like they're trying to do something when they're trying to do, like a lot of the time, the complete opposite of that. And um, so you just have to really pay attention to what they are doing. They are not the party of unity. They are not the party of um, free speech and, and, you know, all of this inclusion BS that they talk about. They don't believe in that. They do not believe in that. They do not believe in that. They want to, oh, did y'all see the redacted affidavit that was so fun <laughs> the fbi is like here here we're explaining ourselves you can literally read nothing it's but that is that's coming from these people who are saying oh we're all about transparency everything is blacked out you can't see anything because it's all redacted this is not this is not these are not transparent people these are not honest people and um everybody has an agenda to meet and the people that are running the government right now are very interested in communism they are very interested in tyranny they are very interested in destroying the middle class which this will probably help to do to be honest um they want a lower class and they want the elite class and you just you've got to be able to pay attention and understand that that's what they're after that is what every communistic regime is after because if you are if we are all like lower class and then you have the the higher elite class then they are able to control you because you you have no way to get out of that you are a lower class little surf and you can't do anything um and that is what they are after and as soon as they get the guns that is just that's the end of that story reminder do not let them take your guns um okay so john stosel said joe biden has issued an order to cancel up to twenty thousand dollars per 
person and college loans. Terrible idea. Unless a court throws it out, workers will pay for privileged students to go to overpriced colleges. Mike Rowe works. That's Mike Rowe um, tells me students who demand debt forgiveness are self-involved. It's just true. y'all. It's so clear. If you just look past the um, like, you know, again, like the language that the left uses to make things sound good that are evil. And in the Bible, it says, woe unto them that call evil good and good evil that put darkness for light and light for darkness that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. That's Isaiah 520. You have to be on guard for these snakes because they are everywhere and they are on both sides. So I don't want anybody to think that, oh, Jenny's just protecting the Republicans. No, I'm not just protecting the Republicans. I am an independent. And I, I think that, you know, Republicans in general have better policies when they're not being snakes because they just generally work out better. If you look at any leftist run major city in America, then you would agree with that um, statement. But a lot of people just don't want to come to terms with the facts and a lot of Republicans, too. I mean, there's a lot of people that are on the right that are just like die hard dan crenshaw fans and they're just like we refuse to believe that this man is associated with the globalists and it's like oh you gotta you just gotta you gotta step on back just take a little step back from the partisanness and just realize that it is a good it is a good and evil fight it is not just oh we're gonna stick with the right we're gonna stick with the republicans we're gonna stick with the left we're gonna stick with the democrats no no everybody needs to take a step back and just be like what is good what is evil what is right what is wrong and and be able to call it out on all sides if we want a truly a truly honest government, and I would argue that we all should want that, then we should all be honest enough to to be able to call out people on all sides, no matter if they're on our own. Speaking of which, everybody on the left really, 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 and I'm waiting and I'm not seeing it, but they need to come to terms with the fact that Joe Biden is a pedophile and his son Hunter Biden is a pedophile. Um, the Ashley Biden diary from Project Veritas, that story that came out, it has been proven that that is her diary. She said that in that diary, she said that Joe Biden molested her, her father molested her in the shower he molested her. And so I'm not shocked. It shouldn't be shocking to anybody. We've seen how Joe Biden acts on, on national television with rolling cameras and sniffing all these children and groping them and touching them inappropriately. Like we have all seen that. So it shouldn't be this shocking thing that we're like, oh my gosh, Joe Biden did that. So maybe that's why people aren't acting shocked, but y'all need to at least say that it's wrong why can't y'all just at least say that it's wrong if, if if trump did anything wrong if trump was ever if it ever came out and i don't think it will because i don't think he kicked jeffrey epstein out of mar-a-lago when he hit on like an underage girl um but if it ever came out that trump was somehow associated with all of that and a pedophile i would be able to say hey trump sucks <laughs> personally he sucks and we shouldn't get behind this so you've just got to have the integrity to call out your own side when when you need to and when it's justified and when when joe biden's own daughter is saying that he's a pedophile he was pedo peter and hunter's phone y'all you've got to pay attention to who is leading your country and who is leading your states and your communities and really hold them to a standard that is is much higher than the average joe but any joe should should be acting better than this and so i just i don't know y'all i'm gonna end this i'm gonna end this episode because i'm gonna do another episode um with a guest on all of the student loan stuff but be on high alert 
be able to critically think, understand that everything that the government is putting out that sounds good is not good, and you really have to just be smarter than that. Um, I'm going to wrap up by playing a clip of Nancy Pelosi in April um, when she said, she said, quote, people think that the president of the United States has the power for student loan debt forgiveness. He does not. So I just want to play that from the left's own words uh, so you guys can hear that this actually is an unconstitutional move by Joe Biden, and that's according to his own side. So let me play this, and then I will see you guys next time. People think that the president of the United States, is this more on the subject than you ever want to know? Will you let me know? People think that the president of the United States has the power for debt forgiveness. He does not. He can postpone. He can delay. But he does not have that power. That would has to be an act of Congress. Hmm. Well, I wonder what happened because the rules just keep changing over there on the left. They keep changing all the time, but that is just how it goes in communism land, I suppose. And I don't suppose I know that this is always how it goes. So we are just skiing into some tyranny here and this is not, this is just not good, but it is very convenient for the left as is changing the definition of recession as is redacting the affidavit as is everything else that they're doing. This is a, this is a very scary time in our nation. You've got to stay on high alert. You've got to read your Bible. You've got to care about the truth and then you got to seek the truth and then you got to tell people the truth and it's a it's a real time for boldness and for courage and I will just say when I first broke out and started telling people my opinions and I knew that they were going to be unpopular opinions it was not a fun time I I like people I like being liked by people I think as human beings we like to be liked but it's 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 bigger than that and you've got to step up and you've got to really care more about doing the right thing than being liked by people who don't want to do the right thing and I think that's a pretty easy decision to make. So stand up, stand bold, don't back down. These people want you to do that. They want their lies to override the truth and it can't override the truth because we know how all of this ends. Um, and so just, you know, hang on to the hope, but do not be afraid to confront it at all because we really all need to do that. If you like this podcast, I would really appreciate if you guys would go drop a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts. There have been a few pagans and atheists who have dropped some one-star reviews and it's like, why are y'all even listening to my podcast in the first place? Everybody's welcome but don't go trash my podcast just because you don't agree with me. Um, but you know, y'all can, I don't really care, but if you do like the podcast, I would really appreciate those five-star reviews. And I appreciate everybody who has already done that. So I guess that's everything for this episode. And again, I'll be talking about this again with the guest. Um, and I will see you guys here next time. (laughs) 